hit that baby! <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're absolutely right. Here, this kind of feels uh, maybe lazy a little bit. Welcome to Set Jetter Park. Some movie screenings. Why not? You know. Yeah, at that point, why not? It's got to be Saturday somewhere. It does sound familiar. It's hilarious. Say hello to my little friend. Hello. I think we did like five shows on this movie. <laughs> my name is Tom Cone. Oh, you uh, bite your tongue. If this is not, it does not hold up. You know, I like history too. And maybe when this is all over, you and I can stop by the souvenir shop together. It's a movie. You're listening to the podcast will set Jetter Saturdays, and the only thing they're offered to say about this is make it so. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. So you're snowed in? Kinda. Yeah, they haven't uh, cleared our drive or sidewalk yet, so. Mm. And out of pure laziness, uh, I won't do it myself. <laughs> of course, no. I would. Yeah, I don't know. I don't blame you. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Nowhere to go, but. It's not practical anymore. It is machines not. that do it in 30 seconds. You know? <laughs> well, that's the thing that we, we pay to have it done, but just haven't arrived yet. Yikes. We did <laughs> not here in Los Angeles get our tsunami today. That all the no, I was wondering about that. 13 foot waves are reported, but there's no, obviously we're not going to see um, escape from LA surfing scenes happening. Darn it. <laughs> no, I was hoping for it. Assume. somebody's out there waiting for it like this is the one this is it this is it. get down to the beach right now <laughs> uh, but we got a great show tonight we have a new segment tonight robert these are futuristic movies that are now in the past so how does like this how does this work well obviously there's been actually i was thinking about this before and then once we hit 2022 there's been a lot of articles about soylent green mm-hmm. uh which uh is supposed to take place in 2022 our current year so um, and there's always kind of like, oh, compare, you know, what's it really like versus what they saw in the movie or did they get it right? What they get right? What they get wrong? Um, people did this a lot with Blade Runner. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Saying, you know, where, where's Pan Am now? You know, <laughs> <laughs> did it make a resurgence that we missed? This, the Soiling Green references are cool, too, because I shared the article with, with you recently at the New York Times did that says like they got a lot of it right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot that's. Um, amplified that's that's not realistic but as far as overpopulation you know food shortages inflation prices uh, climate, climate change it's yeah. it's bad i kind of feel like the 70s <laughs> people in the 70s were more aware of the climate change or shouting about it more than we are now but it's true yeah even rfk robert kennedy in the 60s was saying we might have to wear you know oxygen masks in, in 30 years in new york because the pollution is mm-hmm. so bad yeah. Obviously, they did a lot of things to cut that, but they right. were they were kind of kind of woke on that. Yeah, yeah. And L.A. If L.A. kept going on as is, um, they obviously did a lot to try to clean up their air uh, over the past couple of decades. But uh, yeah, it was awful. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, but this is a cool segment, so let's kick it off. Uh, Soylent Green. So the the movie is uh, we're going to tell you the movie, the period that the film took in, uh, that it took place in. I mean, in the film, and then the release date. So, so is that right? Correct. Yeah. So Soylent Green is supposed to take place in 2022 or current year. And it was actually released in 1973. So um, quite a few decades gap uh, that they, I thought they did a decent amount of kind of guesstimating what was going to be like 
that I cesspool of New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they did. I think they did a good job. I also think that they nailed it with, um, kind of the culture of the big corporations of kind of how they are today. Like everything's fine. We got this like lap of luxury <laughs> lifestyle for you. Just come on in. It's it's all good. You know, don't worry about where it comes from. Like we gotcha. Kind of like Monsanto and all that stuff. But don't worry about it. So they definitely did good a job of predicting the gap of the rich will get richer and the poor will get poorer. Um, oh, yeah. And just uh, how they kind of thrive on that. Um, and, and we're all consumers and like, uh, sure. as they release Soylent Yellow and everybody wants that. And then they release Soylent, but you know. Yeah. Soylent Green was the big deal. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Like, if you haven't seen it, the epitomous <laughs> line is Soylent Green is people. You're actually eating people. What Which. did they, did you, did you ever see Omega Man with Charlton Heston? Uh, I think so. And this is where I, sometimes I used to confuse these two films because there mm-hmm. was a little similar, both future and both kind of lone man obviously Omega was very much lone man, but uh, kind of on his own and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, I thought it was, I guess both Silent Green isn't a fantastic film by any means. I mean, no, no. as a film, it's okay. Um, but um, people still talk about it. I think one, because of that, the line and the premise. And then two, obviously we're talking about it right now because of uh, the current year. Yeah. Yeah. And I brought up Omega Man because I feel like they go hand in hand kind of with the futuristic lone man like you said and uh i feel like they did a good job too with yeah greed but um yeah so the green's a good one uh next on the list is purge um a more recent film but yeah but still the release year was 2013 and it took place as 2022 in the film yeah so i think they did a good job of lining it up of what it looks like today yeah we could still it could still happen you know (laughs) well it's happening saturday we have a whole year to to get ready for the get ready for the purge the purge (laughs) What do you think about that? Uh, which means the other Purge films are way into the future. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Now that the they sixth go. installments in like 2050. Yeah, yeah. Friday the 13th used to do that. We were like, well, what year is this supposed to be? <laughs> I know. The, the, chrono- um, the chronology of it? Yeah, where like Jason Takes Manhattan is supposed to take place in like 1996 or something. And so. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, yeah, they, uh, for Purge 1, I guess we could talk about that. Um, seemed they did a decent job and it wasn't too out there. We're going to be talking about a couple, a couple other films that took a less than a decade saying just kind of a little bit of a guess ahead. So people weren't acting, you know, they weren't in flying cars or anything. No. And, and back to the future, obviously the big joke was where are the flying cars? And then they retro con kind of the, um, uh, the timeline where you know they made it so well the cars were nuclear active or radiation so they would blow yeah. up so that's why they took them away and you're like yes. oh oh okay kind of made it <laughs> so now so 30 years later you just discovered that thanks but um yeah i think the, i think the purge did a good job yeah fairly fairly okay so um uh, what's what's number three the island oh, ewan mcgregor's <laughs> finest role I'm a fan I, of the island, man. Not I love lie. the I love the island. I don't. I remember. So this is a 2005 film, um, and it was one of the. It's it's one of those films I should not like at all. It's really just kind of not anti me, but I ended up loving it. I know we talked about it uh, on our podcast before, but so it was released in 2005 and it was take, supposed to take place in that far off time of 2019. Yikes. The, the land, the time far, far away. Um, 
Now we do look back at, I do, I I do. But now we do actually do look back at 2019 fondly as. (laughs) Oh yeah. It was the golden year. Oh, what a great time 2019 was. Uh, So good. (laughs) Um, But yeah. And there's pieces I I was thinking, because I know they kind of have a, uh, not quite a bullet train that kind of hovers and obviously we don't have, have that, but I think it's kind of, we're converging on some of those high speed um, magnetic, magnetic trains and so forth yeah that's what we need more of those bullet trains yes but it's good it's a good flick yeah equilibrium's uh, good too have you ever seen that uh is that the matt damon one or is that the which one is that it's uh christian remember. bale no it's not really that great but it's no. kind of like this um it, gotcha. i have to look at the year it might it might have fit this list but it's similar to the island in that sense um gotcha but it's worth watching for Christian Bale. He has a technique of fighting called, <clears throat> excuse me, gun kata, where if you shoot him with a bunch of guns, he knows the trajectory to like move just in time. So there's like 30 guys shooting him with bullets and he's like, uh, everyone. And then he shoots them back using like karate gun kata. It's ridiculous. Gotcha. Hmm. I'll send right. it to you. We can watch it together. I'll keep a lookout for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So next on the list is Blade Runner. I feel like this is the quintessential you know, not so distant in the future movie from the eighties. Yeah. So it was, and this came up a couple of years ago, obviously. So it is supposed to take place in 2019 um, and it's a 1982 movie. Um, obviously the flying cars, we do not have, um, we, we do have the incessant advertising and, and Times Square. It. Yeah. <laughs> Times Square pretty much looks like uh, Blade Runner world as it is. They also have obviously some climate issues. They kind of have almost the opposite where it is, constantly raining um right uh in los angeles but uh but they have hot dog vendor stands so it's yeah. fine we're still eating outside eating we're crappy still eating food yeah. <laughs> you know um but yeah but same same thing and but and speaking i did not put on the list obviously because it hasn't happened yet but i did like blade runner 2049 quite a bit oh i haven't seen it yeah I like I like Blade Runner the original. I saw the director's cut, so it was like kind of long. But I didn't. <laughs> I never. I can never watch it again. I don't know why. I think like once was enough for me. Yeah, it's a it's a sleepy movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, rushing okay. to see it. Yeah. So, but I will see House Bunny. Well, of course. That's. I mean, you got to do that. <laughs> modern classic. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh? What's the next one on the list? Uh, Terminator Salvation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Christian Bale. Speaking of diminishing returns, uh, <laughs> is this the movie where Christian Bale? It's where he had his meltdown, right? Yes, yeah. So, um, and you know, it's people always have these meltdowns on these kind of crappy movies. Like, oh, I wish it was a better movie because <laughs> there would be, you know, like really what that scene? That was the scene you're worried about that right. this <laughs> set you off to get it right. Uh, <laughs> I know that's so true. <laughs> That's so true. Um, but ignoring that it's a crappy movie, uh, this got it, obviously. And Terminators are in their own, obviously, multiverse of who knows what's going on. Um, but this one is probably the farthest from actuality. Yeah, 100%. It gets ridiculous, too, with like the water scenes, you know, where they're like waiting in the water. And uh, it's just like, what do you. And there's like water Terminators in there. And you're like, come on, guys. <laughs> come on. Do they have dog terminators yet? I can't remember if they yeah, I think went they down did. that they road. Something. I know they, they had predator dogs, but I was like, oh, I wonder if they went down that road. But in a huge rope. Yeah, it was like all these things. I'm like, well, I don't know. They move so far from 
Cameron's vision that it was kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, it was. They definitely diluted the brand. Yeah. Um, but yes, that was part of the farthest removed. Uh, Running Man is 2017. It was the period. And 1987, this film re- released. I, Robert, I don't know if this is a good movie or a bad movie, but I like it. And I like the book even more. So I'm a fan. And I think it was ridiculous, the future they predicted in this movie. So I'm just going to uh, say that. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> There's cops everywhere. It's just insane. Well, it's a little ridiculous, but... Uh... We're, we're obviously TV. We're, we're not in the game shows like we thought we would be in 2017. <laughs> no, no. But, but you we, could argue the, re, the reality TV. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it was all reality. And obviously, it was, it was made up reality TV, at, which they um, yeah. had already been, you know, they uh, this kind of forced made up reality that they they put on us. So, um, but yeah, and I know, I think they're remaking this. So I'd be curious to kind of see what they do next. Now, the, the book, or I think it was kind of a novella, uh, was a little bit different. Um, I think once Schwarzenegger got on board, then it became a, a it different a type thing. Of, yeah, because I think he was kind of be, he was supposed to be kind of everyday Joe uh, put into this. And no matter what you did, Arnold, he's, that's not. He's not the everyday Joe. Not the case. But, it, it was a novella. You're right. And I, yeah. I feel like the book usually is the better than the film. Um, rare cases is the film better. <clears throat> Jaws, excuse me. Um, <laughs> awful book but but the but running man is very dark and yeah. uh i mean the film's dark but in the in the book it's it really gets out there with the plane crash and everything like they didn't really do that um in the movie which you know it worked for what it was it's schwarzenegger yeah. 1987 so i'm trying to remember how much because it's always some, obviously we always go look at the prices and stuff like that because i remember she's a. Uh, uh she's in the studio and she's trying to to buy a soda or coffee or something like and like and it's like literally it's like you know six bucks for a so you know like at the time you're like oh my god and like well, like yeah yeah that makes <laughs> if, sense if you're at an arena <laughs> it's probably more than that yeah oh yeah yeah definitely more than that yeah, yeah it worked for that reason um, they got that down right yeah price prices down right so but and then i always look at the technology because she's kind of flipping through some discs um not discs but kind of like cartridges and stuff for footage and stuff thankfully it's all labeled nicely for her for you know like <laughs> it's, very, it's very tied up and buttoned up for her yeah she's like oh this will be helpful later i do like seeing old technology that was new at the time in films like in batman returns when he has like the cd and he puts it in the car like that's like the data disc and you're like oh yeah <laughs> it's a batmobile though well that generation's still using it you know <laughs> speaking of which <laughs> Robert got an amazing gift this week. Gift. Uh, you purchased. Made it, we got a purchase, right? Oh, yeah. I did purchase. I mean, it was a surprise because I, I purchased it six months ago or so. And then it actually came. It was like, oh, what is this? Did you <laughs> what really? a surprise. Well, it was a while. So yeah, yeah. Maybe not that long. But but a long time. Yeah. But you got these like uh, Batman, the original TV show. Yeah. These uh, kind of Batman figures and uh, the Batmobile and stuff so like cool. that so I, I think i figure out if i'm going to display it somehow but the original batmobile I, I still think is really cool oh yeah it's like the green hornets car it's like the classic mod modified kind of car it's cool um and for viewers it, the entire batman tv series is on tubi now so you can watch it at your leisure i do like Tubi. Yeah. i don't like that i can't pause it and come back and they like i lose my spot oh well it's buggy on my end but i do like Tubi. it's got like cool streaming stuff right up front yeah, kind of stuff that uh, either forgot about or will never show up on Netflix. <laughs> right. Yeah. 
will never yeah, it'll never be streamed yeah either. and there's a lot there's a lot of movies i'm like i can't even believe these movies exist you can just tell by their cover how bad they are oh yeah no the, the, most of them are like that yeah it's like the wishes of darkness and you're like what is this? you can tell how bad it is like who it's an amazing amount of money spent on these bad movies because you, you know you flip through them i'm like who paid for all these oh yeah yeah they're all independent films that yeah probably cost you know anywhere from a hundred thousand to a million and you're like this is yeah someone got this done wow that made zero dollars back oh yeah yeah um and what's next robert this is the quintessential futuristic movie back to the future part two which we talked about a little bit so it's supposed to take place in 2015 uh released in 89 so what is that about 25 plus years yeah yeah for sure and when this when 2015 passed, there were a lot of memes, as you remember. That was like October or whatever the date was. This was the yeah. date, and the Cubs went because the Cubs did win the World Series that year, or they went to the playoffs. Um, yeah. So there was like all these like crazy things that were happening, coincidences. And if we talk about what we're what we've been watching, maybe we'll do that in the podcast because I was like, I'm pretty sure the latest episode of Book of Boba Fett uh, was paying honor to Back to the Future Part Two. In this oh. past episode. Oh, that I'm sorry to skip over what we I haven't seen the latest episode oh, yet. Well, then you'll my fault. Then I spoiled the entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> Evil dies tonight. Uh well, we'll talk about that as well. But uh no, uh it's not spoiling it, but it's like, oh, when you see it, you're like, This is very back to the future part two. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably watch it tonight. And that's I was cool. almost thinking because when you mentioned water, I'm like, oh yeah, there's these this water that's gets spilled at one point. I'm thinking like hovercrafts can't go <laughs> whatever can't the line go is. water. Yeah. <laughs> Drying clothes now. Yeah. Um yeah, so we're missing all those things. Our self-tying shoes are not here. Um which kind of seems silly at the time, like, well, that's ridiculous. Uh now that I'm uh over 50, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's get that done. I, I can't be just bending over trying to tie my own shoes. Yeah, yeah. Come on, where is yeah. this? Yeah. So not not much got right um, on that one. Not the fashion. We do have some nostalgia for the '80s, but I think we were kind yeah. of past that by by 2015. Yeah, I agree. There's no '80s cafes around anymore. at Cafe '80s. Yeah. Yeah. You mean you have to use your hands? Hands? Is that Elijah Wood? Is yep. that <laughs> the great Elijah? The young Elijah Wood. <laughs> It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Um, but yeah, so not you know not too accurate with yeah. the with the future yeah. there. Uh, next is Escape from L.A., uh, which was supposed to take place in 2013. The film came out in '96, and this is a really bad movie, but it is a guilty pleasure of mine. Call me Snake. It's it's such a hard watch. I don't know. I don't it's know tough. how you do it. Yeah. There's almost Disneyland in there because they can't use the rights yeah. to say Disneyland. Um, yeah, there, there's pieces. I was like, oh, I can't. Yes, and I can't remember when the earthquake is supposed to take place in this movie. Obviously, it's a couple years before 2013. Right. I think um, the big one, uh, which separates, uh, kind of makes LA or proper kind of an island and so forth. So and the CGI uh, shark. If, yeah, that's where I was like, and why is it moving? Obviously, they're going through Universal Studios, and then, and you know, I'm sure LA people and like myself are like, wait, is that the right geography? Is he is he leaving Burbank? You know, where does he where did he come from? To- right, <laughs> it's not the right geography because yeah. when they're passing Disneyland, 
which is deep in Orange County. Yeah. And the next thing you know, they're like in Hollywood. It's like a, yeah. like a two-hour two drive. Yeah. So despite the horrible 32 megabyte graphics, I'm like, that's not realistic. That's not right. <laughs> also, what, what's up with the president's security detail, the Secret Service and all these movies? Like the daughter gets kidnapped and then the president gets kidnapped. Like what are, the, what are they doing in the future? This is, well, maybe they did get that right because... <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a little she's a little ivanka you know <laughs> they they did they did nail down the uh kind of the president's in control now fully. yeah he moved his capital to not mar-a-lago but lynchburg virginia where his home was it was they were they were good with that i got pieces right and yeah and they still had the discs with that did they put a little right red dot i'm like this will this will fool them all <laughs> i never understood though when they give him the chip you know the the injection to mm-hmm. monitor him that they said that headache's going to keep getting worse. Not really the best thing to do to someone pivoting on saving the day is the headache's going to get worse every hour. Usually that like makes things yeah. get muddy, you know? Um, and uh-huh. now that I think about it, obviously, because well, well, I think we are, we are going to talk about Escape from New York, but, uh, right. but yeah, isn't after. he wearing the same clothes? You know, it's getting a little stinky. Yeah, it's the same, after, the same leather yeah. motif. Yeah, and they do put him into. I think he's wearing the same things, and then they put him into leather pants. But same thing, is is that the right type of <laughs> leather pants? The things that you want to be wearing when you're running around surfing. <laughs> the surfing scene is the best. So bad, but uh, yeah, they uh, they 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 kind of got it right with the Hollywood as far as like the landscape goes. I just I don't know why if it's such a large part that remained, you wouldn't just rebuild there. Rather than yeah. make it a prison, because they weren't really doing <laughs> hard time, you know, on the on the island. Especially because it's LA, you know, like they're like, right. no, they they would capitalize on that. That'd be like Catalina Island too. <laughs> it's a den of sin there, Robert. Oh yeah, well Vegas too. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, what do you, what do you, what do we have next on the list? Um, also, supposedly taking place in 2013 is Demolition Man. How do you know the word? Teddy bear. Teddy bear? That's yeah. the password. Teddy bear. Okay. Uh, so it movie, was, this, is, this was to be San Angeles. Yeah, San uh, Angeles. I think, I think same thing. Wasn't there another quake or something? And then it, they combined, or it, I can't remember. Now they expanded. Yeah, there, was a, there was a quake and they merged yeah. the the metropolitan areas. Yeah. So and, and they were taught to be well. Yeah. Um, so this feels more likely, obviously, than Escape from LA. So high amount of mindfulness. Um, we just walk around mostly wearing smocks and yeah. uh, ineffective police. Seems legitimate to me. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> what is your boggle, sir? <laughs> my boggle. I do like Dennis Leary a lot in this. He's actually one of my like favorite comedians. And I think he's he's Dennis Leary at his best. The quick yeah. banty, like, yeah, you know what, man, this is what we're going to do. Like the political Dennis Leary. They knew it's how to like use them. 90s. Yeah. yeah. And right. I still say, now all restaurants are Taco Bell. Now all restaurants. Ever since the franchise war. <laughs> now all re- ever since the franchise war, all restaurants are Godfather's Pizza. Ooh. And so they, they could do it in different states. They could alter it. Oh, yeah. Whatever it happens to be. Right. It's a rat burger. Do you see any cows around, John Spartan? It's the best burger I ever had. Um, but I agree. They got it. I, think, I feel like they got it pretty close with the yeah. inept police and things like that in a nice way and in a nice way um, yeah, yeah of course yeah. The, not we're, a generalization for all law enforcement but for some. yeah we're not cryo freezing uh prisoners but right not yet yeah and next is uh 
If you want to see LA get taken out by some wacky disasters <laughs> right off the bat, 2012. We talked about this recently. Yeah. So obviously, and it's supposed to take place in 2012 and it and went all was made all the way back in 2009. So they were just looking a couple of years ahead. Right. They, they uh, did nail the corporate greed. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe there are arcs ready to go. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You never know. Somewhere. But um, invest in heavy duty limousines, I guess. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get those giraffes airlifted. Get those out of LA. Um, so, uh, <laughs> obviously, we're, we're, we're talking about tsunamis today. I'm like, well, here it is. Here uh, it is. <laughs> what was the disaster that hit LA? Was it tsunamis? Um, I think I think that an earthquake. For some reason, I remember I remember a big. I thought there was this was one with a big wave, and then as he's, it's one of those things. The limousine or the plane is always just ahead of the cracks in the streets, kind of. And right. I think LA kind of fall out, fell off. Uh, for the most part, similar to Escape from LA, except I think it was it was all gone. So that's right. That was this movie. The plane yeah. wheels just get off the tarmac. Just the in time. Yeah. And uh, uh, Woody Harrelson up on a hill, which is true. Right. But yeah. That will. Yeah. <laughs> He's in those Hawaii mountains doing his thing. So it's not it's not incorrect. No, but um, but if we got to that point, it was like, oh, that's probably a decent look at what the future could have been looking like. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel like yeah, they did a good job for what they were working with. Uh, and next is 2010, the film, which uh, took place in 2010, and it was released in 1984. So I saw this in the theater. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Oh, I, cool. me- I remember being, there's a, a shot where uh, Roy Scheider's on the beach with a laptop. And I don't think it's plugged in or anything, but I remember at the time, it's like, well, how does that even work? You know, if right, it's not plugged in, how, how does a computer uh, plug in anywhere? You know, and this it's is pre mode. I mean, yeah, it was barely, you know, like, uh, how, how is it working and everything? So I remember that. I remember like, I wonder if that will come true someday. Obviously, it more than did uh, <laughs> right. on how we're kind of running around and so forth. But I remember that in particular. So, um, and they also have, I'm sure this exists where they have, uh, they have a pool that's inside outside pool, but there's dolphins in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. I got to rewatch it. Yeah. So it's kind of a strange thing. Um, I was like, well, I guess <laughs> that is strange. I, I do like the laptop reference too. It's yeah. Like, How's this connected? I don't know. So I do remember that yeah, for some reason that, that I remember that stuck out at the time. It's like, uh, he, he's because he's getting ready to. I think he's looking up stuff and whatever, but he just happens to be on the beach with a laptop. So I, I thought, and that by way laptop, like, I mean it's like it's a chunky laptop. Yeah, it's like a talking whiz kid toy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that way with Independence Day in the final, you know, scenes where they're in the spaceship and like uh, Jeff Goldblum's on the computer. It's like, how is he uploading that virus? There's no like Wi-Fi then, and yeah. I'm sure not one's compatible in the, in the craft. No, if Androids and Macs can't talk to each other then, or then, Apple, you know, then. what's happening <laughs> exactly but yeah um but I, I haven't seen so 2010 good, uh, in okay. a while uh, yeah so i think they did a decent job uh space wise obviously we're not quite at that um place uh sending people off to, to jupiter but right getting closer getting closer yeah trying to i thought that was a cool plot though you know yeah. jupiter i had high hopes for ad astra too but mm. Yeah, yeah. That and being kind of a non non exciting film, kind of a snooze. Yeah. What do we have next? Uh, 
well, the pre- <laughs> say the prequel to this because it's not really the prequel, but the first, the original, two thousand one, the Space Odyssey. Right, right. You could say the same thing. This came out in sixty eight. Yes, um, sixty eight, and it's supposed to take, obviously take place in two thousand one. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> everything, everything exactly happened by two thousand one. That's exactly where we were at. That's exactly what went down. <laughs> Taking we have our moon base. <laughs> Pan Am flights to the moon. Uh, right. Nailed it. <laughs> and 2001 was going to be the last Kubrick film, but he died before that. He was going to direct Artificial Intelligence. And well, he, directed, like he directed a movie since 2001, obviously. Since? After 2001. Stanley Kubrick? Are you talking about after, after 2001, the movie? Or... No, no, after the year. Oh. oh, after the year. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, like in the year 2001 in real life. Gotcha. He was going to direct artificial intelligence, but he, he he got too sick and then Spielberg did it. But there's like some parallels between that and there. So you wonder oh, if absolutely. that would have been his last film. <laughs> Based on how it turned out, yeah. <laughs> no matter what, it would have been his last <laughs> film. Uh, but 2001 is cool. It's a, to me, it's, it's a film student, uh, film school movie. You know, I don't, I don't really go to watch it. I don't know anyone that really like watches it, but you should absolutely watch it. It's a brilliant film, you know, film itself. Technique. Yeah. yeah. I was never a super fan, but um, I think back for some reason, my first two Blu-rays I bought were 2001 and the shining. So obviously I don't know. Oh, cool. In my mind, I was kind of thinking something, but I, it's one of those. Yeah. I don't, I don't revisit too often, um, No, but, but you will be visiting Dick Tracy. I would hope soon. I have it right. I have it out. Still in, still in the shrink wrap. I I was looking up Dick Tracy on Amazon, and I was like, I met Texas Robert. I was like, hey, it's like fifty bucks, and he sent me a picture of it. I was like, you own it, and it's still like perfectly sealed up. (laughs) I want to keep it pristine. You know? How do you know? Watch it. Madonna gives the performance of a lifetime in it. I watched it once, like five years ago. Oh. So there you go. I don't think you'll like it, to be honest with you. I it was fine. I was like, I think it was better than I thought. But, okay, just yeah. promise. Yeah. All right. I'm really ho- holding on to hope for this. All right. Um, do you watch so 2001? You don't really like this. Isn't one of your faves? Uh, no. I never. When I think about it, like, oh, I'm like, what's my top 20? I don't put it up there. But like I said, it was no. one of the first Blu-rays I bought. So I, somewhere in the back of my mind, I was thinking this is. It's important. Something I needed to have. Yeah. Okay. Um, 2001 uh, Space Odyssey. After this is 12 Monkeys. 1997 is the period it takes place in uh, during a virus. Um, and yeah. 1995 is the year it came out. Yeah. So obviously in the movie, mm-hmm. they, they go farther ahead. Um, but there's a little yeah. bit of, um, I don't know what I call it, time travel. But um, but the, uh, the, the main part of the movie. Uh, and so... Good old Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. They filmed at um, Greaterford Prison, I think. Gotcha. Which is like a famous haunted prison there. So they got some good, cool exteriors. Yeah. In the film. Um, and because it was just a little bit ahead, obviously they didn't really have to do too much. the The gap was not that big. Yeah. yeah. So it worked. It's a good. It's a good movie. I enjoyed yeah. it. I'll watch it if it's on. Yeah. I never did watch the series, but no. But yeah, it still it still holds up. It's still yeah, fun. Yep, yep. Uh, what's next? Uh, Another a prequel to a movie we just talked about. Uh, it's not a prequel, but uh, Escape from New York. 
The name's Snake. <laughs> this has uh this is a good movie. John Carpenter's uh one of his one of his best movies. Oh yeah. Think? Oh yeah. Classic. I love Adrian Barbeau in this one. Yeah. Um yeah. So this is obviously Carpenter at his prime. So film was shot in nineteen eighty one. Um supposed to take place way off in nineteen ninety seven. Right, right. And the the iconic artwork of this movie is the Statue of Liberty's face. You know, um, where did they actually film this movie, though? Um, it's mostly St. Louis. St. Louis, um, okay. And then a lot of kind of the streets and so forth are St. Louis. Uh, and a decent amount, obviously, in L.A. at the different... Uh, uh, what's the dam out there? Not too far from you. Uh, when they, right. the helicopter lands, at, it's supposed to be Ellis Island, and they kind of... Sepulveda Dam. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of do a wipe, you know, edit in camera uh, to over to uh, actual Ellis Island, where they're supposed to be at the Statue of Liberty. Liberty Island. Yeah. Yeah. Um, El- yep. Yep. Sorry. Um, but yeah. So and I don't really think they shot anything in New York. I don't think so. But yeah. And the actor that uh, plays the cab driver, the, um, he won the Oscar for Marty. I forget his name. But he does a great job. It's it's got like some good comic relief. Yeah, it's dark. It's scary enough. And then, um, yeah, it's it's worlds apart from Escape from L.A. It, it is funny. It has the same premise of like the probably the most expensive land uh, in the United States, but they really say well or prison. <laughs> right. um, I, I watched something the other day. I got to tell you before I forget. I forget what it was. I think it was Better Call Saul, but. They were talking about uh, a lawyer was saying, you know, things aren't always what they seem. They're not a safe bet, like gambling and Corky Romano. And I'm like, whoa, that's a <laughs> oh, deep cut true. reference right there. <laughs> and they go, Corky Romano, it was all there in the script to look good. But what do you get? And I was like, wow, that's a good that's a deep cut. Who's still talking about that? <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Escape from New York, fine film. And uh, I, I buy it. You know, I buy the, the New York yeah. prison in this. Yeah. And technology wise. Yeah, they probably got it. They weren't too far ahead. They didn't. They weren't overdoing it or anything. And actually, no. actually, the technology they probably got because there is a cell satellite phone that's about a foot tall. You know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that they probably did not get right. But no. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have what do we got? Predator, Robert? Predator Two. Yes takes place in 1997 was made way back in 1990 so they were doing a this is kind of a strange one i'm like sure not quite sure why they went a seven year ahead <laughs> um, i know you know it's like because there's nothing in the film that says like oh we now we do, now we have this um good point everything is exactly the same yeah I, there's no reason to do that i don't know now, why i think they wanted to make la worse or something like that and for some reason they said oh and in seven years this be. is what it'll be like but um they could yeah i don't know nailed it with the heat wave i watched this recently <clears throat> when the when the um anniversary happened i mentioned messaged you about it and i i felt like it got better with age it has i think it got more respect i think at the time people were like oh, it's kind of knockoff uh, yeah. sequel but um and especially <laughs> with the ones that came after are like masterpiece now <laughs> Oh, compared to those, we didn't know. Yeah, it's a Citizen Kane compared to like the age Adrian Brody one. Yeah, long but, before Predator Dogs came into the <laughs> so the picture. But yeah, but it, but it's good though. They they nailed like the heat wave and and um, I think it's a great cast. You yeah. know, Bill Paxton. I mean, it's all the chemistry's there. The subway was working. 
<laughs> subway was working. They got, they did, I think they did. Get it yeah, good. that was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Terminator 2, uh, the period in the film is 1995, and the year that it was released was 1991. Yeah. So I think they needed to, they kind of had to do this because obviously the original Terminator took place in 1984, and it, it's just, seems yeah. like there's nothing in it that doesn't make you think it's any earlier so when they try to age up uh edward furlong obviously they can't pretend that it's just like uh he's not gonna a seven-year-old's not gonna <laughs> work <laughs> not gonna um, happen. yeah is he supposed to be 11 or so in the movie then i guess but he might have even been like 13 yeah that's why i was thinking eh, yeah. that's a little bit of a stretch they probably but uh so obviously yeah not a lot of technology advancement but this no. is just they needed to they needed to move it up. Yeah, they had to move it forward. Yep. I agree with you. Um, next is Alien Nations. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this one. So it also became a TV series, but um, this is where aliens come to Earth and um, they kind of seek uh, Earth as kind of a, a refuge. Um, and so uh, it moves up a couple years. So I think it was most the aliens just come around 88. And so the movie goes up to 1991 to show how, how they've already integrated into our population. Oh, that's pretty cool. James Conn. Yep. James Conn's in it. Oh yeah. The legendary James Conn. James Conn. Yep. As J- playing James Conn. Yes. Pretty bad. So, um, I don't know if I've seen it. Uh, it's, it's okay. I think, um, I want to say, did James Cameron write it? Maybe I can't remember. All the pieces are there. Yeah. I thought he was, um, part of it somehow so mandy patinkin's in it terrence stamp oh nice as zod <laughs> what, really no well i was gonna say who got the rights? that would be that? perfect yeah <laughs> is it better than v the tv show v um that was a fun show so v the miniseries was really good v the final battles like uh, and then v the tv series was not good it was I mean, V the miniseries, like the original yeah. one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is a little bit different. This is kind of a police, uh, kind of procedural type thing, and then okay. But, but yeah, so it might be worth a watch. But yeah, they just skipped ahead a couple of years because they wanted to say they didn't want to say, "Oh, aliens came in 1986," and people are like, "That's ridiculous. That's absurd." <laughs> I was around in '86, and that didn't happen. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, always put it ahead in a few years till you recoup yeah. your money, and then you won't care. Yeah, you know. Uh, what's the final one, sir? Uh, I put Westworld, the movie. So, uh, uh, written, directed by Michael Crichton, uh, was released in 1973 and at the time was supposed to take place in 1983. Right, right. Uh, this is Yul Brynner's, one of his better roles, I think. Yeah, or probably better known roles. So, James Brolin, uh, was in this. So, um, I think, I think it made a, a decent amount of money at the time and, yeah, uh, and obviously his prim- premises. Uh, they have a couple different worlds, and one of them being Westworld, where robots uh, you're interacting with robots, and you can right. relive the Western days, and uh, you can shoot them, but they can't hurt you. Or right? Can yeah. they? What's going to happen? <laughs> and this was a um, this precluded Jurassic Park. You can see where Michael Crichton got the idea. Um, and in typical '70s fashion, I do like when they show. Roman world and samurai world and here in the quick cutaways, how they do like the music note and then they super zoom into like somebody's face, like looking right or left, like a cartoon. So it has a great seventies feel to it. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the movie. I think it's good. And as far as the future, they did a good job with yeah. that world. But the sequels, on the other hand, yikes. Oh. So what was it? Future World was the first sequel. <sighs> and that was... It's it has the worst sin. It was boring, you know. Boring. Right. <laughs> they could have done so much with that sort of franchise. Yeah. And then uh was it called Beyond Westworld? Yeah. Uh was a t- short-lived TV series. I think there's only like five or six episodes, which I did right. sit through because I I don't know. Oh, you actually watched it? I did. Actually, I, I actually started visiting loca- visiting locations for it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm not sure what I had in my head, but uh no. Um and then, of course, Westworld TV's uh, new television series uh, on HBO. New, meaning it's been out a couple a couple seasons now. But yeah. I remember I was in a Santa Clarita, and uh, and obviously in LA, and you see the yellow signs where, with arrows, and it says, you know, usually if it's a, a, they don't put the actual movie title; they have some type of code name. Right. So yeah. if it's a, a what was. Uh, the impeachment, uh, their their code name was Oval, <laughs> you know, and so like yeah, right. and sometimes they, you, you can kind of figure it out. So, but I remember I was in Santa Clarita, I was driving, and they said Delos, and I'm like, oh, that's Westworld. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah so I knew I knew exactly what that was, and this was like I think it, they were a little bit delayed. This was a couple of years before it even came out, so I was trying to figure out where they were they were shooting, but I think they were actually shooting at the Melody Ranch, is probably what I saw signs for. We've spoken about that, and I think that's where they shot it because the church and stuff like that. Yep. That, uh, and Paramount ranch. Um, Paramount. Yeah, and I think they shot it, uh, Utah and several other places, obviously too. Now that I can't even know what year that's supposed to take place, but obviously way in the future. Yeah, no. Right. And they changed the title too. When they ship movies, a lot of times to the theaters, they'll give it like code names, you know, that, so people don't like try to steal it or copy, copy the movies before. Um, you know, bootleg them out. Yeah. So I always like code names. I know Shyamalan does like initials, like for the happening. It'll be like TH this way. But being that it's the only movie in Hollywood probably being filmed in Pennsylvania that year, you can just say like Shyamalan's filming here. There's nothing. Nope. There's no correct. Yeah. Yeah. And usually there's articles like M Night shooting in Philadelphia in two weeks. You're like, ooh. Oh, when I lived there, yeah. they were doing signs every day. It was like Joaquin Phoenix seen at Starbucks. You know. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, Westworld. I just started watching again. I never finished season three, and it's, um, there's too many layers. Uh, yeah, season one. Like I thought Nazis I, and stuff. I love season one. Season two, I'm Wait. like, uh, all right. Uh, season three, I was like, I'm not. I don't like where this is going. And and then, uh, right. Westworld ruined one of my trips because when I finally got to the Melody Ranch, um, really? they they were taking over uh, Western Street again. So I couldn't even take pictures because they they weren't even filming or anything. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, they were just getting ready to, and they sh- they take over that studio for like six months, I think. So yeah, they have uh, to clean up and own it. Yeah. So, but they shoot actually a lot at that studio. So the, there are some actual studio stages in there too. So yeah, uh, they they use a hundred percent of that that studio over there. They they maximize their time. They do. Season three, I turned off after the first episode. <laughs> I was like, this sucks. I love season one. Uh, so much promise. Season two, too many layers, but I get yeah. they want to branch. But season three, it felt like CSI or something. Yeah, I, I don't know what, what they were this? doing. And I was like, I don't like, I don't like it. 
<laughs> I'm I sorry. don't like it. I don't. Yeah, it wasn't I, good. Um, but I'll, I'll always like Westworld, the, yeah. the film, and watch it. Uh, so we talked about that was futuristic movies that are now in the past. Great segment, Robert. Um, and what you've been watching. Tell us about this gem of a Blu-ray you got this week. <laughs> well, I, you knew I'd buy it. So I bought the Halloween Kills extended cut Blu-ray 4K. And I thought, oh, I better I better watch it just to see. So yeah, see what's see what's what's up with it. It really does have 300% more Evil Dice tonight in it. <laughs> Is it. There's more that wasn't theatrically released? There's a uh, a couple of deleted scenes or extended scenes, and I swear to God, one, one of the scenes is like a whole minute of people shouting Evil Dice tonight. <laughs> was that was intentional, like, or was that an oversight that they say it that much? Um, it's obviously written into a script, but for it editing, I is. feel like they probably used duplicate takes of the same scene. You know, they say they, way too much. They and that's where they could have said it even more. So, but I don't know. So there, there's a decent commentary. So they have uh, the director and Jamie Lee Curtis and Judy Greer uh, talking. So and like I said, uh, cool. right, right away he says, "Notice that radio tower? That's gonna." I put that in there to for the for the next movie. So I'm like, "Yeah, you called it." Yeah, remember you that right people. away. It was like a strange thing. Well, it kept showing up. You know, like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was obvious. Um, not or to it allude was subtle, to it, but it was yeah there. But it's kind of it goes back to like you know if you what is it the is it Chekhov's gun where if you see it in real one, you better see it in real five, right, or it better yeah. go off in in real five. So right, it has to happen. Same thing if a character has an inhaler in the first two minutes of the movie, they got to die of asthma or save the day with it. I'm not going to say any what movie, but I saw it this weekend, and I'm like, ugh, signs. <laughs> No, I saw it in the theater this weekend. Uh, oh, Scream 5? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, not an inhaler. An inhaler. It's 2022. Come on. Do they, why? Do they not have inhalers anymore? Well, it's just one of the... Well, I, as soon as you, somebody takes an inhaler in the first two minutes of the movie, I'm like, well, obviously this is going to become a thing, you know? Right. Well, of course. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, I, don't, I can't stay. It, it's too much of an easy go-to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh I probably, if, it, if it wasn't the Alamo, I would have done a big dramatic sigh, but I, you, you <laughs> can't do put that. It out. Yeah, but uh, Halloween Kills, extended cut. So I really, I actually didn't watch. I just watched it with the commentary. And so I saw a couple extended scenes and uh, the ending, which we already kind of knew about. So it was, didn't make it any better. Didn't make it any worse. But the director's commentary with Judy Greer and Jamie Lee was probably pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So they're usually kind of, fun uh even though yeah jamie they always like to pretend that she doesn't like to watch any scary movies but i was like honey you've seen this movie 16 times let's <laughs> right let's be honest let's not pretend that you're still hiding your eyes from <laughs> <laughs> just own it at this point yeah yeah so um but yeah you know i can't not have it in my collection you, yeah you're a completist yeah just like halloween resurrection i'm like oh it's, there it is you gotta do it yep are you is halloween the franchise your favorite film franchise ever Oh, but well, I don't know. It's Halloween not. is obviously my favorite movie. I don't know if I'd say, oh, my favorite franchise is this, because if you go from beginning to end, um, and I'm kind of thinking, uh, uh, I'm kind of previewing uh, some of our future things. We'll be talking about TV series, and there's TV series that start off great and then kind of whimper out, and then, uh, but primarily, like, 
if you want like a five-star TV series, it has to be pretty good from beginning to end. So let's say Westworld, you know, went from a five-star down to a one-star. So like as a whole, I'm like, no, I can't, I can't say that's my favorite. No. So same thing. There's enough, there's enough duds in the Halloweens that are like, huh. Right. Yeah. No, it, it hurts the brand. It does. So your thoughts on film, we're going to get, into this another show uh on tv shows though i I admire and i appreciate the consistency of it you look at consistent see i look at it as like one or two seasons was great it's going to make up for it in the in the long run um but a lot of times it's not the case like westworld yeah one good season to start of falling down yeah sophomore efforts they jumped the shark uh in some series and they know they are yeah. AKA The Office, you know, with Robert California and, and Warren Buffett cameos. It's like, what are you doing? I did like Robert California. <laughs> I liked him the first two episodes. I thought he yeah. was great. Like, he's exactly how pe- guys like that act. But then yeah. after a few, I think like he just became tiring. Yeah. And you know? the jokes went on. Yeah. So it's always those, it's all about sex. We're out there welcoming a little too much. So, a little bit. Um, so speaking of, uh, Dexter had its yeah. latest season finale. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What did you think? It, uh, as you know, some of my Robert reviews are, it was fine. Like <laughs> it was fine. It was fine. Nothing to, uh, it ended and I didn't really feel one way or the it's other like, and moved on. See what else is on YouTube now. Uh, <laughs> Let's uh let's watch some Karen videos on the yeah. tube. I feel like they might I feel like they missed an episode or something like that because there's there's certain I don't know if this is spoiled, but you know, like they call up a original characters and is and they're like, I'll be there tomorrow and like, all right, and then the movie the, the series kind of quickly ends and I'm like, Well, he never showed up. Well, why'd they call him to begin with? I don't know. They jump around a lot. Yeah, they yeah. I feel like they jumped something. Yeah. And so now I kind of wanted a code where he's like sh- he shows up and I'm like, well, why'd you call? <laughs> Let me ask you a question. If you're watching yeah. a TV show and you notice something very implausible, does that hurt the experience for you? Or do you kind of excuse it and move on? Hurt. What? It hurts. Yeah. Like I, it, here's this thing. I, I, there's something, you know, a Hitchcock used to about the water cooler moments, you know, where the next day you'd be like, wait a second. How right. did that happen? If you're watching a movie and in real time you're like, wait a second, <laughs> then then they've lost you. you. Yeah. It. Yeah. And so that happened to to Scream 2022. Like you'd be watching and you're like, wait a second. How did that that can't be, you know? Right. Yeah. That, you, that's you a little a walk, preposterous. Yeah. Um, and then if you're if you're moving to that point, you're already you've they've already lost you to whatever's going on screen because you're, you're thinking, about thinking about it. other stuff. Yeah. So you're not lost in the movie. Yeah. I think it, I agree with you. It, it just, it depends on how big it is. Uh, I've been watching, I was just talking about better call Saul mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a well-written show, but there's a lot of things where like, there's a scene where, you know, uh, Ertremont and uh, this other guy are planning like to kill Tuco and they're planning it right in front of the restaurant where they're going to do it in broad daylight. And they're like, well, the cops won't see you because you'll be here and they won't recognize your car. And it's like, well, while you're doing this, they're in there and there are cops around. Like you're making yourself a suspect. They do a lot of things like that. I'm thinking like you guys would be nailed in like two seconds in real life if you were pulling these kind of crimes off. But they kind of like 
it happened. Get over it. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of well, unrealistic. Let, let me ask this, though. Does it take place in Omaha or does it take place somewhere else? Takes place. Uh, th- these scenes take place in Albuquerque. Oh, OK. Gotcha. There, there is a lot of Omaha stuff. There. OK, because I'm like, well, that could very well happen in Omaha. So. <laughs> Speaking of which, I've been watching Cops too, and I I read Ooh. that Omaha had quite the incident with cops. Yeah, I think we kind of you like ended uh, the show. Ended the show. We did. Thanks, <laughs> Omaha, for it was like a Burger King or something. Uh, and- Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah. So there was a traumatic incident where yeah. Um, I think I, they released some of the footage, and it's not nice to see. Um, no, no. But um, but yeah. So uh, one uh, it, obviously it's a dangerous. TV show anyway they're running and we're in, into yeah. the unknown and uh, I was just say it was bound to happen uh, yeah one of the crew got shot and killed uh, in surprise the, it hasn't happened before so, yeah, so, sadly um, of course it had to happen it was going to be Omaha so was that a big deal when it was filmed there or did nobody really give a shit um, I don't really I don't think we really heard too much about I think we kind of knew cops might be filming but I don't think we really heard too much about it and obviously until until, until the incident yeah so right. um so yeah, unfortunate. Yeah, unfortunate, but yeah, yeah. I, I agree. If you see certain things that kind of don't check out in shows, you kind of think about it. You dwell on it a little bit. It hurts yeah. the experience. No, and that that's the thing. Even like, well, let's say Dexter. You be watching something, and like, if your mind spends like three minutes, like, well, if well, right. how did he get from here? You know, like, what 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 time is it? You know, you've they've already lost precious time of you not watching or concentrating on the story <laughs> right when you have to think of the continuity of it yeah what, what have you it's kind of like uh, what's going on guys yeah so and and maybe because we're now in a like you need to hold our attention every second uh, <laughs> <laughs> right every second yeah needs to be amazing experience uh, we could also be on the other side of viewership where um you know if i'm watching a show like that that i want to watch i'm just zoned in on it yeah um uh other people i think this day and age people are on their phone you know like they're they they might count on that that people are kind of barely paying attention so right that's a good point that people are just gonna stream this and binge it and maybe not give a hundred percent yeah yeah so um i know sean clark talks because he uh obviously there's let's say continuity errors and halloween kills and stuff like and chris nelson the fx guy i think he's notorious for saying like shut up and eat your popcorn (laughs) <laughs> like this is it's a movie you know yeah don't pick um, it apart for the continuity c- correct you know this is like yeah, yeah only you are looking at that i'm like well but you know let's say halloween fans yeah we are looking at every yeah you're every, looking at every smidge yeah it's like star wars fans i i'm surprised on any of the episodes that we've t- talked about boba fett people were like you missed this or you missed that <laughs> or, you know what i mean oh yeah that's not the right size that hallway that's does not, not go there uh, <laughs> that's a whole science i don't pretend to be a star wars mega fan because i'm not i'm, I'm a fan yeah. i enjoy yeah. it but i don't i'm not an expert by any means yeah and sometimes i watch the videos you know like he'll be like 83 things you missed in the last episode i'm like oh i guess i wasn't <laughs> yes there was an episode the day boba fett came out the first episode which is possible it comes out at midnight so yeah. you watch it yeah but it was like 83 easter eggs you missed yeah <laughs> And I looked at the date and I was like, this was 12 hours ago the, that this came out. Like you, the guy, and it, they were, it was great. It was good. It was a great episode. He yeah. really showed all these things like the 10 commandments and things that parallels. But I was like, wow, you're really impressed. You really pulled this <laughs> off in like eight hours yeah. and uploaded it. Um, and there's, there's probably more, you know, like 
Right. Yeah. There were the comments were, well, you missed this. You know, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> the, the, literally the first comment was, you missed the part where, and I'm like, yeah, but he also got like 83. 83 things. It's yeah. Pretty good. Um, but I want to, I want to release one 83 things you missed in last night's episode of Set Jenner Saturdays. Yeah. <laughs> and Photoshop stuff in like a ghost behind you. Uh, I think, don't do it. Do we already get texts about that? <laughs> get texts about that. What, what do you things watch? you did wrong yeah right <laughs> what do you watch now so you're watching boba fett yeah so uh to, or tomorrow will be the last episode of yellow jackets or for this season so yes i will be upset about that that we'll have to wait a long a long time and so i'm hoping and praying that it doesn't become a lost where these things are kind of sprinkled in there and then they either ignore it or it's explained away in a, a weird way. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm anxious for that. But then also I get a little sad. I'm like, Oh, cause then we're gonna have to, to wait a yeah. year probably. So are you talking about like the smoke monster and things like that? Long? Yes. Yeah. So, um, cause it, it, it obviously it, they, they knew what they were doing and each season they were like, they drop enough hints to get you re-excited and they theories on the internet and you know why are they playing this music and and stuff like that and then just got out of hand and then we find out later they were making it up as they go along so right. which then it just makes you feel like like well f you that's not uh <laughs> yeah and and stephen king stepped in at one point and said to the the writers and producers like you need to end this in sight you know like what you're yeah. doing is not what you should be doing you, you need to pick an end and like give it three seasons and that's it so that's why when you look at like season four things start to like drastically change and you're like, Oh, that's, that's where you were going with that. Yeah. You know, cause they had to, they started making it, they were always making it up, but they started like explaining it away. And you're like, could have been different. Yeah. Did, did they clap? Show. Did they clap back at him and say Vegas blowing up? Really? <laughs> Steven. Uh, that was like it. <laughs> yeah. Steve. Stephen King is notorious for bad endings. I mean, <laughs> not all the stuff is bad endings, but he's no. known for these great stories and then this lackluster ending. Yeah. He doesn't know how to end books right. Yeah. So some, of some he does and some just, uh, or just blow it up. they kind of take the right, the, it takes the right filmmaker too for the adaptations to, to pick the right, the good parts. Right. Like the 1994 Stan. Yeah. Greatest miniseries ever. Ever now, I feel like just mention it. You're gonna like. Well, I need to watch that. I, I, I'm due. It's been a few. Months. I haven't watched it this year. It's kind of your reset button. Of well, I'll, I'll tell the listeners if you want to YouTube the stand. It's uploaded in HD quality to watch for free. No copyright infringement. It's been there for like a year. Just get get on it, people. Enjoy it's, it. It's <laughs> Franny Harold Lauder. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so Boba Fett, Yellow Jackets, those yeah. are like your two right now? Yes, that's it. And then we're, uh, Sundance Film Festival starts this week. So I'm taking a few days off to watch many films. Did you um, get your gummies? Uh, we haven't got our things yet. So oh, we were supposed to get a, a VIP package of some sort. I can't remember. So we'll see what, what that is. A, what if the VIP package was like a Hasman actor from the Babysitter's Club or something that's like, I need work. I'm here. They just, they just show up. Uh, yeah, and you're like, hey, guys. Oh, you're going to watch the movie with us? All right. Um, but I feel bad because they, well, I think they kind of messed up. Obviously, they were planning a hybrid, partially, partially in-person, partially virtual, and they kind of had to throw that away at the last minute. So, so people are 
therapist. I mean, they had it all set up for, you know, volunteers and whatever. So, um, and then we had decent tickets. And then when they made that switch, they also like, they said they took those tickets away and then, then you can rebuy them. And then what they had different films on different days were different. And so it's kind of a, a shit show, but changing the tires on a moving car. uh, Usually with a, usually Sundance. I mean, usually, Two out of three films are pretty good. You get some yeah. stinkers in there, but it's always You're good stuff. You're a good stuff. dude for being a patron of the arts like that and going to those things. Well, there's yeah. fun stuff, you know, and we, I have my fair amount of Sundance walkouts virtually. Uh, but <laughs> we got we to do a show on the walkouts. You spoke about that last year, too. Yeah, the Nicolas Cage one. I can't remember what it's called. I'm like, I, I'm like, I, can't, I can't do it. It could be one of five, Robert. Yeah. <laughs> He's in like five movies a year. He just doesn't stop working on these. He's movies. got debts to pay. He does. I wonder how much he gets paid a movie. I think it's like what, like a million or two dollars. You would think at this point. Well, it's not looking cheap. at the looking at the movies, I don't think he gets paid that much uh, based on. I, I wonder about that because but, he's literally in like five movies yeah. a year. And Same thing with John. Does, John Travolta kind of shows up in a lot of movies, and they're like, yeah, well, his asking price one. can't be that much yeah. for him to. Cage show. probably does these movies where it's two weeks of filming, and he gets paid like six hundred thousand dollars yeah. or something and that's probably his like thing now like as long as you have me for two weeks get it done mm-hmm. but it, the real um tragic part of canceling sundance in person for me i mean it's you have to be safe and everything but um it's like the filmmakers itself like imagine you make this film that you're very proud of and it got accepted in the sundance which is huge yeah and you're excited to show it for a live audience and See, get that high of seeing people watch your work and 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 then you you can't and I, I know it's still great to to have it virtually but like yeah that's that's gotta really be tough no yeah, taken away from you 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 miss that magic that at uh my work we've won a couple of different awards in the past year and a half and it's all been virtual and it's like which i mean yeah, it's can't say like i can't say ah i've this this award you know whatever which is nice but it's like, oh, this would be nice to just share, you know, right? Share with a, people. a bigger thing and stuff like that. But that's yeah. just me being bitchy. <laughs> that's just me being yeah. bitchy. So um, do you have plans to see Scream or? Uh, Scream 5. Scream 5. Freem, you mean? For, free, yeah, free, Freem. Yeah, which... yeah I, I was going to see it with my friend Zach, but he did yeah. something else. So I think I'm gotcha. going to go probably this week. Gotcha. But yeah, so I, I think... hear... Um, I hear great things that it brought tears to your eyes and things like that some people are really loving it you didn't love it Mm-mm. i'm not gonna like it then i i'm not gonna like it if you maybe like you it. maybe you will maybe because yeah. i'm like i don't think i'm that jaded um but i was kind of eh. you, you you lost me at yeah. the inhaler yeah. I, heard that, I was like nope superman four it is and i'm not gonna spoil it because i literally it's like and within the first two minutes somebody take uses the inhaler and i'm like we know what that means in, in movie speak, <laughs> you know, like something, you know, right. But, uh, but yeah. So once, once, once we get past, do uh, they drop the inhaler at one point in the movie? I That's can't even, I won't even tell you about, but I can't get my inhaler. You don't need it. <laughs> Actually you do. You do need it. That's what uh, and it, it, it always seems to be it. an inhaler. And you know, what was, was that? A, was that world war Z? Was there an inhaler issue? World war Z it was in signs. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Always the inhaler. It's because it's, it's probably a cheap prop. Everyone has one on set. There's always one. I mean, throw it in there. 
give War, of the World. Was War of the Worlds? Did that have an inhaler too? I can't remember. Or was she was she just screaming too much? She I was just screaming. Yeah. Dakota Fanning. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. wanted to stuff an inhaler and like stop screaming. You, you want to look outside when we get out there, but you're not going to. What does she do? Looks around. Uh. <laughs> so bad. Um, yeah, I think I will see Scream. I've seen them all. Yeah. So I feel like you do watch. see it pretty quickly because who knows? But people will spoil. So bad. Different things and stuff too. But um, and obviously, oh, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a horror. I mean, love original Scream and Scream. Scream Two is probably my favorite of the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mine too, I think. But uh, but yeah, I'm like, well, of course I'll go see it. And every, everybody, there was a lot of Scream shirts and costumes and stuff like that at, at the theater. So it was fun to see. Cool artwork too that you posted on your instagram they've done um they released uh was it a poster a day or something like then they kind of a lot of that was that's not even my favorite one um kind of retro looking posters that i thought were really good so it got me excited the writer directors obviously they have do have a love uh for the films and they tried to do as best they could to honor Wes. but i will just say one of the writers also co-wrote independence day resurgence no (laughs) That's all. That's all I'll day. say. Yeah, oh. that's all I'll say. <laughs> so bad. All right, we'll see how it goes. Yes, it's not very promising to be honest. I know. Maybe I'm just moving your expectations way low. So no, you, no, no, they were never like, that high. Um, yeah. I thought my. I'm hoping it would be a nostalgia kind of movie that they throw at you, a nostalgia vehicle. Yeah. Um, and they didn't try to do anything too crazy, but. You know, I'm not, not expecting that much, so we'll see. We'll see yeah, what happens. Go see it. You know, it's no Tron Legacy, but it's well, what is? I like Tron Legacy, by the way. I do too. It's fun. Um, I'm going to watch Boba Fett tonight too. Maybe we can talk about that next time. Yes, but that's going to be our show. Unless you had anything else, Robert? No. If you haven't seen Scream Five, ladies and gentlemen, go out there tonight and see it, and tweet us at the underscore podcast. So let us know what you think. Robert, your Instagram is uh, set underscore Jetter. Yes. And website, you can actually just go to setjetter.com. It'll bring you to my set-jetter.com. So I did, I spent some money and I purchased setjetter.com. I need some Windex. I need a contractor. And I need some spackling paste to clean up the wall behind me because my, bla- my brains are now blown through the back of my skull and onto the mast behind me. Because the fact that you can just go to setjetter.com now is amazing. Yeah, it'll it'll just literally it'll redirect. redirect to set-jetter.com. So, but I was like, oh, it was for sale. I'm like, I should probably just spend the money and buy it. That's perfect. I like set-jetter though. I'm glad that it that's does. It. Yeah, it'll that uh, the website will still be that. So, because I'm like, I don't know how easy it will be to shift everything over. That I that seems like too much work. But yeah, go to set-jetter.com. Really cool stuff there. Um, I'm gonna bring it up before we go real quick because we actually didn't do anything this week with uh any of the locations that you visited mm. so we're gonna before you go we're gonna do a little segment we like to call random locations we're gonna grill robert about <laughs> something he might not have visited in years you ready robert yeah we, you haven't done that in a while haven't done it in a while uh-uh. doing it tonight you ready for this potato salad sure all right robert I'm not going to pick Psycho, which it landed on because we've done oh. that before. And <laughs> yeah, how, do you, how do you randomly pick? Do you just throw the website up or do you want to- Generator on Google, you do oh, okay. a letter and a number, and I just do it by oh, I see. corresponding gotcha. through one through 26. Gotcha. Gotcha. Unless you want to do it another way. No, go ahead. You should go for it. All right. 
you understand what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Well, Robert, what can you tell us about 1987's summer school? Oh, <laughs> well, we missed me. Bad. Ooh? Uh, that was it was a good ooh. So I wa- I worked in a theater at the time, so I think summer school was playing. So I saw it uh, several times. You and I actually need to update this page because you and I visited this one of the lo- main locations for this during uh, last year's visit. Karate Kid location. Yeah, Karate Kid's the the school. Nice. Uh, over in Woodland Hills, also used in Freddy's Revenge and probably some other films as well. So I'll never watch Freddy's Revenge again. What? <laughs> The parakeet scene scarred me as a kid. I can't do it. Do you know what I'm saying? It was it was just a gas leak. I don't know. What yeah, that it was scary. It must have been a gas leak. No, yeah. no, no, no. The bird does not explode because of gas. They will die because of it. Oh, so that and traumatized I had, I you. I was a kid when I saw this. Yeah. And, and I had a parakeet. Birds. Yeah, so. But anyway. Um, um, but this is a cool location. But you remember, this was actually a good random pick then. Yeah, so this is from the, these pics that you see on the website from years ago. Um, so, and actually snuck in uh, to get some inside pictures as well. So, um, and I don't know if I was intentionally going for um, uh, summer school pics, but it just kind of worked out. So, um, and since that time, so yeah, uh, his house on Venice Beach is long gone. So, as people that have been to Venice, like they tear down those. They, Venice they used do. to have these kind of rickety old. Uh, super expensive, but like really falling down places right on the beach. Um, and then they, they kind of make mansion up a little bit. So was there a water so, park thing in this movie? Um, they No, there was a um, go-kart place. So that was also the go-kart place used in Leprechaun 2 or 3. Oh, cool. Um, which is now a Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? Yeah. So, in Burbank? Uh, no, in, um, I think Rosita or somewhere like that. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So this is the police station, which is now police station museum. So I was thinking, oh, I need to update these. Cause I actually finally got to go there, uh, and go inside, um, oh, cool. during my last LA visit. So, um, I was like, oh, and so I did intentionally take the right pictures outside of there. So, oh, nice. um, yeah, point doom and Malibu point doom um, also used in, uh, Planet of the Apes. Oh yes. So, um, when Kirstie Alley was still a fun Damn actress. What the hell, she was still okay. <laughs> yeah, she was I doing cheers. Your... She was doing her thing. Yeah, can I borrow your chapstick? And actually, I still say a line from this movie. What? Can I borrow your chapstick? Uh, no, I'm sure it's April Fresh. Uh, oh, that's a good line. <laughs> and I, there's hardly any time I can use it, but yeah, because he's like, my clothes. I never smelled this good. Smell them. She goes, I'm sure it's April Fresh. I'm sure it's April Fresh. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good line. Yeah. It is. That's is this a rock star hat. Uh, it is. Nice. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I liked it. I don't know how I got it. And then I, because my name starts with R, I thought it kind of worked out. Yeah, no, no, it's cool. Worked out. So nice shirt, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, that was, I made myself, I copied off of, uh, this is kind of the chair back that they had when they made Halloween 2018. So I, what's the year on here? Um, 2018. Yeah. 1978 to 2018. Oh, cool. By the way, Shawnee Smith, we can hire for 20 bucks to give us birthday messages if you want. <laughs> I don't know what I'd ever say. Yeah. I feel like when is your birthday this year? May? March. Mar- oh, Oof. coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Robert, uh, I was like, 32. Uh, In soylent years. Personalized yeah. message. Um, it won't be Shawnee Smith, though. It'll be Shamie Smith, her cousin that's not famous, who's doing it for five bucks. 
No. Uh, Summer school is a good entry, though, that you did. You covered good yeah. locations. Yeah. So I didn't do them all. Um, actually, I had plans. I searched out and I found locations for like uh, the driving scene and, and all these other places. And, um, and I just never got around to them. And then I saw somebody did a video with all those locations. And now I'm like, eh. I think it, you mine. did a good job. Yeah. But we're doing so mine's one more. Not, mine's not complete, but we're doing one more. Okay. Uh, I'll show you the screen so you know this is a transparent. Oh, do you have time to do one more? Yeah. I want to show the listeners and, well, the listeners aren't watching anything, but the viewers and the listeners to know that this is a transparent operation. There's no tampering with this system here. It's honest radio on this show. Okay. Okay. All right, Robert. You're showing so, the behind the scenes. Oh, okay, I see. 22. So yeah. that's going to be whatever letter that is. <laughs> Z, Y. So W? I don't know. Yeah. This is like a drunk driving test, like alphabet backwards. I'm like, I don't know. All right. So the other site froze and it looks like the computer froze. So let's pretend that you covered War of the Worlds. Where would you have shot some? <laughs> yeah. Is, is V number 22? I don't know. Um, it's W, W, X, okay. Y, Z, 22, 26, right? Then 22 would be V, I thought, but. What if? W, X, Y, Z, 23, 24, 25, 26. It would be V. Yeah. These obviously are the I Obviously, I didn't graduate grammar school. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. These are the important things that we're talking about. All um, right, so we're going to do, oh. <laughs> okay, first one it lands on. You ready for this? Yes. Robert, tell us I, a little bit about your experience and behind the scenes of National Lampoon's 1983 vacation. Oh, I didn't really do too many locations for that. So this is the house. Um, so right oh, below Griffith Park. Um, and I can't remember. It's been a while since I've been to that house. So yeah, so there's, there's not really too many locations here. But um, you got the John Hancock Center. Famously, yeah. probably best known for Carol Ann in um, of course, Polar Guys Three. Carol Ann's name shouted fifty three times. So they filmed um, the whole movie in that building. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so got the Warner Brothers back lot. Um, it's interesting that this that's that shot now is now mentioned on the tour <laughs> for vacation. Yeah, that oh, yeah, nice. Chevy Chase or whatever. So, and I also think of like, do some people are like, do they even know what vacation is? You know, like this movie's old enough that you, have, you should be speaking to a certain crowd. Um, we, when my brother was in town 2019, right before the pandemic, I took him to see um, Chevy Chase, his one man show. Oh yeah, how was that? It, it was it was really good. Yeah, um, the moderator was terrible. Um, she asked questions like, "Would you ever work with John Candy again?" <laughs> she was a serious XM model. Nope, that's all I'll say. But it was bad. Oh, I feel like his assistant should have said, "Like, what did you guys do? Like, he yeah. deserves better than this." Does but, he? Uh, it, it was good. But my brother did not know who Chevy Chase was. I was like, "Really?" He's what? like, "I've seen him, but like, I don't know if I've seen like Christmas Vacation because he's a lot younger. <sighs> yeah, he's twenty he was twenty four. So I was like, oh, we got some homework to do. How could you not? But the class, all right, yeah. But yeah, it was a good show. Um, but this is cool. Uh, this is in the Warner Brothers lot. Yeah. So obviously a lot. So they, they shot in different parts of the US, uh, obviously. Yeah. Um, and some people have gone around to some of those locations and by the Grand Canyon. So um, there's Pee Wee's, uh, this is Pee Wee's, uh, what you call it? And the shot you just above where his, the pet store wasn't Pee Wee's, is that corner. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. But 
um, that you usually point out for that. So Kiwi also shot at, yep. They also shot at the ranch. So this um, station and stuff like that is no longer there, but you know, he drives between these houses. And... This, and this was also the bewitched house in the back. Uh, yeah. in the back, the bewitched house right in, behind you can see. Did you, did you twinkle your nose a little bit? When you uh, I try to. And, and actually if you go farther down that street is the Griswold house and Christmas vacation. So, Oh, nice. Oh, that's so, so cool. Um, Western area street of Warner brothers no longer exists, but there's it's one, gone. one of my pictures that kind of, you can kind of line it up to see what it looked like back. But then. unfortunately it's no longer there. I'd, oh, I should add that. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I, should, I need to use those exact words. And <laughs> every time. Yeah. And evil dies tonight. Anthony yep. Michael Hall. His finest role. Yeah. They're going to kill Michael. Um, Oh, I see a great Harold Ramis. What was this? Where was this event at? Uh, this was, I was taking a workshop in UCLA, 18 years old and tan. <laughs> yeah, you're quite tannish in this. Yeah. I, w- I was tanning quite a bit back then. You have some pearly whites for your teeth. Uh, yeah. Well, 18. Still do. You know, how, how, how dirty can my teeth get? <laughs> I like it. But that's a cool, uh, this is a cool segment. I feel like every show we should cap it with a random yeah, generator. Yeah. We, we used to do that and then we kind of, Needs to be resurrected. Yeah, so we, we will resurrect that. Yeah, random generators do not die tonight. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's all I'll say. Uh, but that will be our show. Robert, thanks for coming on tonight. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Take up uh, all of your time for the rest of the weekend, listeners, and go to set com and get lost like I did. That's how I met Robert. I looked at your site so much, and I finally was like, I'm going to find him on Instagram. And the rest is history. He stalked me. I did. Black, blackmailed me into weekly podcast shows. Hey, I was on your site. I'm a fan. Um, I'm also like down the street from you. I'm gonna <laughs> kind of stop by if you're if you're around. That's okay. Um, At the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the set. You're looking kind of lonely, girl. Would you like someone new to talk to? Don't mind, can I sit down here beside you? Oh yeah, alright. If I seem to come on too strong, I hope that you will understand. I say these things cause I'd like to know if you're as lonely as I am. And if you'd mind sharing the night.